People are sometimes uh, surprised when they learn I don't have a pet. We don't have a pet at home. I love dogs. My family had a dog uh, growing up. My family still has dogs. I do not. And there are two reasons. I mean, one, it's a lot of responsibility, a responsibility I don't want right now. And two, I just don't like the idea of leaving our dog at home when I leave early in the morning and I'm uh, gone for eight hours or longer. Something about leaving a dog alone at four o'clock in the morning just doesn't... uh, Uh, Sit right with me. So in that same vein, just because animals uh, look cute under the Christmas tree does not mean they make good gifts uh, during the holidays. Caring for an animal is a huge responsibility. And really, if you're not discussing it beforehand, uh, you may want to reconsider. Uh, So I want to talk about that and more since it is uh, the holiday season, gift giving, and uh, pets have been gifts in the past so to talk about this, we're joined by Lori Arismay, founder of ARF, which is the Animal Rescue Foundation and executive director of the East Village Animal Hospital. Lori, I appreciate the time today. Thank you. Good morning, Devin. How common is it for animals to be given as a gift? You know, I think it, it used to be more common um, just because people were trying to find last-minute gifts and outdo, you know, what they'd done the year before and the year before. Um, now I think, you know, people really are well-intentioned. Um, they think that it's a beautiful idea. So I, I really, I hope that, you know, just with some education and a little bit more knowledge, like you're providing this morning, people will rethink that, that plan. Well, if there's been a discussion beforehand, I mean, that's a little bit different. It can be a wonderful gift, but if it's a surprise, then it can be a whole different situation. Right, exactly. So, you know, the good intentions of um, the grandchildren purchasing the fluffy little puppy for the grandparent, thinking, you know, grandma's lonely and I'm not visiting enough and she needs a companion. Let's buy her a puppy. This will be perfect for Christmas morning. That's not a great plan unless you have discussed that at length with grandma. What should you do if you are gifted an animal you don't want or you can't uh, care for? Oh, gosh, that has happened more than, than you even you know, want to imagine. I, my inbox is, is full. It's, if it wasn't so sad, it would be funny when I, when I open my inbox in the morning because um, you know, people, people put generally a, a lot of thought into bringing an animal into their life, unless it's a stray and this is something you've fallen into and you're trying your best. But um, to suddenly have this, like you said, 24-hour responsibility, right? People aren't just sitting around. It's not COVID anymore. We're not watching Netflix for 12 hours a day. We all have big responsibilities. And to add an enormous responsibility to that um, without having a, a really detailed conversation, you know, with, with someone, um, they'll end up surrendered, you know. And shelters are filling. Rescues are closing, Devin. Rescue groups who've been around for years, we ha- we're wrapping it up. They're just overwhelmed and exhausted. Well, yeah, I mean, we've seen that it's a kind of a common story where we've seen during the pandem- pandemic, people got a pet and it was one thing when everyone's home and you can uh, care for the pet. But when you start to go back to maybe what you're doing pre-pandemic, it's a different situation. And people are realizing, I can't care for this animal the way I was uh, previously. And then it becomes an issue. And what we're talking about here with gifts is in, in a similar vein. Do you tend to see that a lot more this time of year in terms of, like you mentioned, your inbox filling up? Is it kind of like a holiday 
uh, tradition in the in the worst kind of traditions? So my inbox will be hit with the gifts um, February, March, because people will give it a go. Um, and the puppies are sweet. So who doesn't love a puppy or a kitten bombing around? Um, what I'll see more uh, in the, the immediate future is the accidents over Christmas. Um, you know, we all love our holiday ornaments, as do your cats and dogs. And speaking, you know, on behalf of someone who is also in the veterinary uh, world seven days a week, this is when we see big accidents. Um, The tinsel that's ingested, the little bits of green from the artificial trees that the animals eat, nasty surgery, absolutely can be terminal. Um, The accidental ingestion of chocolates, right? We all have our chocolate laying around, wrapping for gifts. Uh, the curling ribbon around the gifts. Kittens love it. Bad, bad, bad. Never let your cat near near curling ribbon. And the turkey carcass with the dogs. Shall I go on? <laughs> There's so many, so many hazards to pets, and especially when they're new and settling into your home. This is not when you want to combine those things. It's a really good point. And I also think, too, you know, we we think often, you know, in the summer about how it can be very warm in cars, uh, hot in cars, not to leave uh, dogs in particular in the car in the summer. Uh, the, the same would be true for winter. We don't hear it as much in the winter, but the same would be true because your car can get very, very cold very quickly. Oh, yeah, it's a nice box. I mean, we I'm sure all of the Malamute owners right now are just rolling their eyes at me. So believe me, I know there are some dogs who just relish um, that kind of weather and should be, you know, loving their life in the Arctic. But generally, um, the dogs, you know, they they shouldn't be left in your vehicle for more than, say, 15 minutes once it hits that that zero. 15 to 20 minutes for your average coat, average dog, right? Um, And something else, you know, to think about, Unfortunately, again, not just, I, I see this personally and, and people in our industry do. Um, when you go out, as soon as, you know, once Thursday, Friday hits this week and you're starting up your vehicle, particularly in areas that are more rural, give the top of the hood, give it a couple whacks with your hands, take a quick peek under the car. Cats, they go under your vehicles for warmth, right? They get up in there right by the engines for warmth. Um, and and you want to make sure you're you're checking for for that poor feral, that poor stray, or one of your barn cats before you start that engine and hit the road. Mm, that's good advice as well. Uh, it doesn't hurt to take a, a little extra time to make sure everyone is safe, and that includes uh, your pets inside or outside the home. Lori, I certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thanks, Devin. Happy holidays to, to you, you and all of your listeners. To you as well. That is uh, Lori Rismay, founder of ARF and executive director of the East Village Animal Hospital.